Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. Um, Molly Joyce is joining me here, too. Hi, Molly. Thanks again for joining me here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, we talked some in the main interview um, about being a composer and what I, uh, in myself, I call it <laughs> imposter syndrome. I don't know if that's how you experience this thing, too. Um, <laughs> but I'm especially interested when I talk to other artists about pushing through that or the the if there are ways that you kind of like get through feeling like your work is shitty basically <laughs> like those oh, moments yeah i wish i had a more tangible you know guidelines or yeah something. and you might not like yeah i think for me to to get past that or i mean i think it's still like it's always a regenerative thing but it's to really just do the work and work through it i don't mean it's not cheap you know but i think arthur quotes like the way through it is or past it is through it kind of in a way or not yeah. um, avoided. And um, I think also just my love for composing, I think usually overtakes it as well, or just knowing that I almost like need to do it a lot, or it's kind of like medicine for me or something. Mm. Yeah. But, is it? Well, it, wait, did I stop you in the middle of a thought? No, no. It's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was a, that was a very dramatic relief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um the other wait oh my god now i lost this point it was a really good question too <laughs> ah crap uh oh yeah i was going to ask is it is it something that if you're not composing is it something that affects your your mental state your your feelings of well-being that type of thing uh, definitely. It's funny because I feel like I always tell myself I need to take a little more breaks or something. Or I usually don't. Ever since the pandemic, I've been very much like work weekdays. No, don't work weekends. I used to be a little more like fluid before the pandemic. But um, but yeah, like whenever I go on a trip or something, um, like and I don't compose for a few days or a week, I always am like itching to get back in a way. I mean, maybe it's half because of like deadlines or work, um, but it usually feels like like a part of me is kind of missing. Mm. Um, the, I'm, all my like personal curiosities about your day-to-day composing life are like oh. popping up. Are, do you, uh, aside from your solo work and your albums and all the, your projects, do you also do other types of composing or do you, uh, like, are you scoring videos, doing different like things mm-hmm. for, for additional income that relate to composition? Yeah. It's, I try to do whatever comes my way in a way, like, um, I do anything for like I'm writing a youth orchestra piece now. Um, I'm actually writing a piano and violin piece for two disabled musicians, physically like Adrian and Antoine, and Nicholas McCarthy. Really, whatever I do, a lot of dance collaborations. Um, so I love. I actually like as much as I am a control freak and like performing and recording myself and having that hundred percent control. I really love collaborating with others too. It provides nice outlets and to have. The musical performance are not always be dependent on you, you know, literally being there performing mm-hmm. it. Um, and also for me personally and selfishly, like, especially I'm trying to involve my disability aesthetics more in my written work for others and to bring that viewpoint in as well, or hopefully just raise overall disability awareness. Um, and I wanted to add one more thing about my routine. If you oh, yeah, do it. I always remember one of my teachers in high school said, maybe this is a rumor, but that Stravinsky always like composed three hours a day, like no matter if he was sick, like hungover or something. And that always stuck with me. So I usually do like three hours in the morning and then I feel good. And that's on general, like 
composing or practicing. It's not all like composing 100% of the time, but yeah, it always stuck with me. And I kind of have tried to keep that sense. I'm not saying I've been perfect about it, but um, but it always feels like a good amount to me, kind of. Um, if this stop me if this is getting too in the weeds about your your daily schedule. No, I'm, very I'm, much a scheduler. Sorry. Yeah, I'm really curious, and so this is part of part of what's been going like uh, during the pandemic. I think I just got this like, oh, well, like I had a big project that I just gotten approved to do. Like I was going to write a new show. It was my first commission to do my own work. And I was going to travel to India. Like all this stuff was involved. I wasn't sure how I was going to make it all happen. But I was like, oh, my God, this is really happening. And then literally a couple weeks later, the pandemic hit. And I I think like internally, I was like, oh, well, I guess I just don't do art now. And it 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 took a long time for me to like, no, 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 like, keep going, like, get back to it. So lately, I've been doing a lot of like, like, it feels like it could be a distraction. But I think I'm really like, structuring, putting structures in place, so that I can like, figure out what's next, creatively. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that's partly why I'm like, okay, so what happens in your day? How do you make this three hours a day happen that you compose every day? No, I mean, I'm always curious. You probably know the book, I forget the writer's name, isn't it? Daily Rituals or Daily Routines where he profiles. It's a very short book right? or very easy read, you know, the, um, you know, the daily routines of like, artists. yeah, I remember seeing that book and I've never, I haven't read it yet. It's so interesting. Or like, I like I'm equally curious about everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah but for me i usually just try to i do three hours like first thing in the morning um and so i'm not necessarily a natural morning person but i try to force myself to like sometimes it's six to nine or seven to ten like before my first kind of meeting or obligation um mm-hmm. so and i just even though it's early and i'll be tired <laughs> but i i feel much better for the rest of the day like it's not hanging over me or I didn't neglect that part um and I always remember, I think one of my former teachers, Missy Mazzoli, said, you know, the first thing you do in the morning is the most important. Like, it's so easy to get caught up in email or like laundry or something else. There's always more errands to do, et cetera. But um, so really trying to place primacy on that. Mm, I love it. So that's the thing. I'm looking, when I look at my schedule, I'm like, oh, I already wake up really early. Like, yeah, and it's, it's interesting to be like, maybe that's just my body in the universe like okay here's your work yeah, time here's your creative time go 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 yeah exactly. and yeah that hasn't quite happened yet but like i said like i feel like a lot of things are sort of like i shut down all my social media which has been like oh, that's great yeah so great. everything but twitter which yeah. is like <laughs> but um it's saving me so much time like oh. i was spending so much scrolling time but that's yeah, that's but... my that's my that's my story <laughs> Uh, well, I think that is like a great chunk of info for patrons. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I kind of love these conversations because it's a little more like chatty and I feel yeah. less obligated to be like, I don't know. Podcasters? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's this composer. Let me, now I want to ask because if you probably already know who she is. Oh. I was just listening to a podcast. Um, hopefully it's right, ready to go on my she was talking like not that I'm trying to outdo you, but when I was listening to her, she's and this is why it's great that you said you do three hours a day. She does five hours a day. 
<laughs> of composing. But she also said for her, her work time could be just like sitting there at the computer. Like mm-hmm. I got to put, like I need to put all my dynamic markings in this score. Like yeah, that type of work is what she considers work too. Uh, Elena Rohr, R-U-E-H-R. I hadn't heard of her before. Oh, cool. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah she, it's, it's uh, <laughs> uh, Sound Lives. It's the new, new Music USA, which I think I've seen interviews with you on that website oh, yeah? yeah i did one a few years ago yeah you know i think that might be how i first discovered your work oh awesome. now that i think about it yeah but they have a podcast now and it's actually really good this is the first oh, podcast awesome. i from oh. them i'd listen to anyway i'm now i'm like just going off on random tangents oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks so much for joining me on the podcast yeah of course thanks for having me